Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast for agents by agents, hosted by Jeff Seabock and Phil Sexton. Jeff and Phil run a residential real estate team that will close over $250 million worth of homes in 2018, and they are sharing their insights on growing a team and winning in the living room with actual buyers and sellers. Enjoy. Welcome. Hey. Episode 29. The Solution, a real estate podcast. Time to put the consumer first in real estate. That's true. Hey, welcome. Today's topic is interior designer. Or professional home stage. How is it we got two men talking about interior design, Phil? Oh gosh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bite my tongue here. We're just talking. Well, are you an interior designer? I'm not. Are, do you know how to sell houses? I do. Okay, well we'll go with that. Okay, great. Right? Because I think ultimately what we're after well, is selling. It, which one's better for selling houses? I'm just saying. You know, I mean, I would figure that the audience, if we we're talking about interior designing and staging, they would like maybe. Mrs. Seabock to come up on stage. You know what? Sarah, come around here. Sarah, Sarah's involved. This isn't Mrs. Seabock, but okay. are you saying that Sarah needs a chair? Yeah. She's, oh. a, she's kind of a designer. Yes. Right? All, All right. right. Okay, on, cool. She's kind of a designer. All right. Yeah, so now nice. we're talking about interior design. Got Sarah from the Seabock team here, and now I feel a little bit better, right? Because okay. we have a little style involved Thank in the show. Yes. Right. Nice. There you go. Dust it off. Dust it off. So today's topic is about how – well, we got a, we got a question from a, a listener. And so uh, that would, that's what prompted today's show was her comment. And her comment was uh, – paraphrased, but let's go with this. I find it challenging on some listings counseling how much to update for top dollar or do you just address the issues with pricing? I hire and pay for a designer that I like to come in and consult for two hours with my client and it truly helps. But I find that buyers expect a brand new home, just not at the price of a brand new home. I would love that to be covered. Thanks again to you both. So thank you, anonymous listener who... We reached out to him and we said, can we name you on air? And she said, no. Okay, good. So thank you for, for your question. Um, that's prompted today's episode because we, we actually believe, use designers. Yes, we actually don't believe – we believe in giving people the truth. And um, Sarah, the audience, will you look at them. You know, first time on camera, right? <laughs> exactly. Sorry, guys. So, yeah, I know. It feels natural to talk to someone, look right at them when they're talking. But uh, anyway, the – challenge i think with real estate is that we are putting ourselves first not our clients when we don't actually i mean because they're coming to us as real estate experts who the consumers ah they want I mean self-proclaimed when, right yeah exactly and this is where the fork meets the road can i get a hashtag this is where the fork meets the road but like, there's <laughs> there's something there that might be a bumper sticker the solution, where the fork meets the road. Where the fork meets the road. Yes. And that, because the consumers are coming to the real estate agent for a local area expert, okay? So when you go there, the challenge is that the realtor and the real estate agents of the world are trying to get a check. Right. Okay. And the problem is, is that you may, if you make the right suggestion, because what they they may be asking for is top dollar. There may be things that they could make changes that they could do to their house to get there, but that would take time, money, and resources that moves the check getting down the road further 
and it's easier and it might lead to more money, but it's easier just to say, F it, we'll just go with a lower price, but maybe we don't tell them up front that they're not going to get the price. We just say, no, 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 because this is like one of the things with Asian Truth, if you're average original list price the sales price is that there's a big discrepancy you're actually telling them they can get a higher number they just really can't get it therefore you're misleading them and that's why you might get a lower score wow that's a long sentence (laughs) (laughs) what'd you expect to come out of this like it's not Uh simple right this is why what i'm really looking for now seabach now that we brought sarah aboard is is some some questions for sarah on maybe interior design versus selling houses. Okay. Right? Like we got to incorporate you into the conversation. Okay, so Sarah, so let me ask you. So if you were going to help somebody improve their house to get top dollar, would you make a recommendation to get an interior designer or maybe we'll call this other person a stager just because that's a realtor friendly word? A stager, which one would you rather recommend? Or none. Or none. Or maybe we don't make any recommendations. What L- do you- let me first set up the stage because they don't know Sarah. Right. So Sarah, yeah. You're on the CBOC team, correct? Yes, You're I am. You're a transaction mm-hmm. manager here yes. on the CBOC team. So you handle all of the crossing the I's, dotting the T's. Oh, Very detail oriented. <laughs> yes. 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 Good. Yes. Yes. And do you watch HGTV? Of course. Of course. <laughs> okay, good, good. How many times have you been and to do you Florida own a home? Hold on. Do you own a home? Yes. Yes. Okay, good deal. Home. All right. Right. Do you, wait a minute. Have you ever sold a home? Yeah, I actually sell about 13 months, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You just, she just holds them. That's what you do. You sell them for a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you actually have properties that you that you rent out on. No, no, no. She handles the transactions. Well, I handle the transactions. Yeah. I understand that. Yes, but I also do um, manage and run our own properties. We stage and do short-term rentals. So I do have experience personally with that um, side of it. And you remodeled your house. I remodeled my house. Yeah. To live in. To live or in. Or to sell. To live in. To live in to for now. Okay. Yeah. For now. Real estate constantly moving. And eventually maybe sell down the road with the, with the mindset of, right? So did you hire an interior designer? I did not. No, no, no. no. Did you follow things you learned on HGTV? Partially, but you know, I actually got a lot of help from Liz, who works in our staging department. Oh. So thank you guys for okay. having Liz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liz is awesome. Yeah. So why would someone... Choose a stager over an interior designer, in your opinion. When selling a house? Is that what you're talking about? When selling a house, yeah. Um, Well, for my case, selling or renting out, um, an interior designer is just very costly. A stager is going to more so, they're going to try to stage the house for the clientele coming in, whether it's a family or a bachelor pad or, um, you know, a lock and go for a snowbird. An interior designer... I don't feel like necessarily offers those types of. Because this, but I mean, I'm a little confused because I think most people know stagers as someone that sells and adds furniture. So Liz helped you add furniture. Well, no, she she helped me. Stagers, I wouldn't say add furniture. They help placement. They help feng shui. They help with you know 
color balance and, and creating the feel of a room um, to make it more welcoming or inviting. Um, I would say an interior designer designs the room to, you know, I'm not saying this right. To, to, that's okay. We're to, you know, to, to live in for you. The interior so designer does it for you. I think that's exactly how you say it. Yes. And that, I don't need it done for me. I need it done for other people. Well, I mean, to me, the big difference. There it is. That's it. All right, good. And that's Great it. Job, Great job, Sarah. Yeah. Right, cool. <laughs> yes. We're here to articulate what yeah. the course is. Oh, right. yeah. 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 No, you're exactly right. See, the interior designer, well, I think, Phil, the big thing that we all need to understand is you live in your house this way, but you sell it for top dollar this way. Or maybe it's this way. Meaning they're... they're, they're, they're yeah, it's like this way and this way. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, like, wow, that's better than... Yeah. Like that way. Oh, yes. or that way. Not two ways. There you go. Nobody can die. Right, but uh, the whole idea is that... Because interior designers come in to uh, appeal to a, a single person's opinion of taste. Okay. So when, when the house is being, when an interior designer, what they do is, from my interpretation of it, is, is that they come in and try and completely sculpt the opinion to how you live your life. And what a stager does is a stager helps you position your house for the most amount of demand because generally the most amount of demand equals the highest price for your house. All right. Fair enough. Are all stagers created equal? No, hell no, no. Some of them are not good at all. I mean, so, so when you, so talk, about stage, when you st talk about stagers, to me, I think you're talking about having somebody that brings in um, some silver couches, metal tables with glass, yeah. big furry rugs, and some colorful pillows. Let me just make this clear. We don't ever do that. So then when you say staging, Right. Are you talking about furniture? No, not at Are all. You, so, when, so a professional home stager, in your opinion, has nothing to do with furniture? Well, no, I would say less than 5% of the time, so it's not a core part of what they do, is furniture needed. It's only for a house that – I mean, to me, I just look at the balance between investment, meaning – if you're going to invest money in selling your house for more money, would you rather invest the asset? Let's just go with dating, for instance. Would you rather get a nose job or would you spend a lot of money on makeup? Wow. That's uh, hard. Right. Depends on the nose. Well, what, yeah. No, but what if it's <laughs> functional obsolescence and the nose is six inches long I, there's been some guests on our show that say that they would prefer that job. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've had okay, this conversation okay, all right, before right, I'm and sorry. somebody was like I'll take I'm, that guy I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> on uh, your haircut okay alright on a shower yeah on um I mean it, the, you get the point that makeup so. can't cover everything makeup can't cover everything and it doesn't matter how much makeup you put on if the, yeah, like maybe, you know, getting your teeth done. I don't know. I mean, just talking about the 
the physical appearance, I mean, it's similar to putting the consumer first in the customer experience, which is the makeup, where I'm, we're always talking about the actual plastic surgery, the actual plastic surgery, right? Like chemically changing your face to be, I mean, we live in Scottsdale, right? Like plastic surgery is pretty freaking popular, right? Like, <laughs> I'm serious, right? No, but 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 honestly, Sarah's apologizing. I mean, there's still a lot of makeup sold, but the idea is that um, interior design is more makeup than it is. When I'm talking staging, it's actually changing the um, like uh, maybe buying eye color to turn your eyes blue than than right so it's that kind of stuff that's actually changing the appearance of it not just um hold on on. i got a note i got a note from uh from the judges just to clarify by jeff's definition donna uses a stager he's mad because i said state oh stagger is that what we're saying now yeah so donna uses What? Oh, okay. Well, we won't say last name. Is that fair? Yeah, There's okay. probably more than one in the industry. Yeah, a couple okay, of yeah. So, um, but calls it an interior designer. So, similar to interesting. So, she uses a stager, but calls it an interior designer when she's talking to her client. Yeah, I didn't say that, but just to clarify, when we we spoke, she brings somebody in similar to what yes, would do and declutters, oh, but it cleans out, and it is less about. And it's called interior designer. And she, and okay, the, the words that came out of her mouth were an interior designer. But her goal is to make the home look as good as possible for the largest demographic. Yes. All right. So stuff. let's let's we go can... to the second level of this conversation. Okay. And that is who trains the stager, and how much work should a realtor or a real estate professional advise a client to do? Before you just make up the adjustment with price. Yeah. I mean, to me, the key is that the agent actually goes out because the challenge of it is, is you can watch HGTV and think, you know, right. But to me, where the, is that not how you learn? <laughs> That's how I learned. <laughs> no. It, well, here's the thing is it's okay if you're going to do it on your own home because it's your money and it's your time. And you can take risks, okay? But we're advising the public. So to me, the key is to actually because here's the thing is it's first big of a deal to hand off to somebody else. Like you would never want a stager, because a stager <coughs> isn't in charge of selling houses. And they're not in charge of right of getting the price committed to on the during the listing presentation. That's something that the realtor will always be or the real estate professional will always be advising yes i and think so then your goal i mean our goal with our stagers was that we needed them to accomplish the promises that you or were execute, execute execute the promises get but, the quotes, but then get the, the the real estate agent has to know that if i change this that it will get this much and that's the only way you can figure that out is by being in because there's the challenge is, is there's lots of different backgrounds and there's lots of different colors. And when we arrive at a house, it has – there's – the challenge is, is there's variables, meaning there's uh, an Tuscan, infinite amount. Of right, and contemporary and there's um, – Blue then, islands. Right, and then there's 
two-car garage versus three-car garage in a pool. And depending on all those different variables, what the challenge is is that most people don't appreciate or understand all of the different variables. Therefore, making recommendations is too much of a challenge for them to do. And I don't advise making recommendations when you don't understand it. It's why we strongly recommend going into lots of houses. I mean, I didn't start recommending uh, changing houses until I had been in about, let's say, roughly 13 or 14,000 homes. And then study. And that got Sarah to raise, raise her eyebrows. Wow. Yeah, right. Yeah, that yeah. look on the face of our, our audio <laughs> listeners was, damn. Right. Well, the thing is, is if you go in a house and then pull comps on the house and then watch it sell for that price, because what you need to learn is when it's done, what did it sell for? But you have to be have been in the house to see what it closed at. To understand the other, you know, how, you see what I'm saying? Like the other variables. Because the problem is, is that in a photo often we're just looking at what is visible. But there's things like dog smell. There's noise yeah. from the street. Yeah. Airplane noise. Yeah. Like view of the power line, which you can't see in a photo that you can only see if you've been to oh, that what? house. We got a couple of comments. All right. Well, then let's, All right. let's All right. So Jim Mitchell, longtime listener. Thanks, Jim, for always calling in. We appreciate it. Would you, Sarah, gave you two yeah, thumbs up. Nice. Would you go as far as to tell a client that their furnishings detract from the saleability of the home and recommend that they bring in furniture slash furnishings, et cetera, from a professional stagger? We don't do that. We, we, we do suggest when their furnishings that one was for you, Shannon. distract, <laughs> but we we minimize the amount of furniture. We declutter. Always. And we, putting in extra furniture to me is never a good idea. I mean, 50% of the houses we sell are vacant. They still sell. What, it, what we're suggesting is, is rather than spending money on furniture, that you spend money to improve the actual asset. Let's say that it has, um, I don't know if you can see in there, this is a laminate top to it. Oh yeah, it's, it looks like wood. It looks, it looks like wood, yes, right. But to me, if we replace that and we put in quartz, that spending $2,000. Our show would look more expensive. Our show would look, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. bigger TV. Right, yeah. but, the house actually does the house. Well, if let me ask you, Jim. So let me ask you a question: Is the house oh, or right. is the house going to sell more if it's got nicer furniture in it, or if I mean, because that furniture, bringing that furniture in, can cost two thousand, four thousand, maybe two thousand a month if you had to have it in there for three months while it sells because the underlying asset would it have sold more if you put in stainless steel appliances? Would that house have sold for more? The reality is, is we know that the answer is it sells more if you have stainless steel appliances or you upgrade your countertops to quartz or you do, maybe you improve the paint or you, I mean, because sometimes it's just rep replacing the brass. But they, but what if you get there and they say, I always use that chair. I don't want to move. I say, pick your favorite is what I say. <laughs> well, what do they say? I'm not, I'm not. I use all this. And stuff. I said, do you know I that it, well, what, I don't want it. I'm not going to move it, Jeff. Okay. Well, that's fair. But I usually say, well, 
then your your house is going to sell for less. Is that what you want? No, I want you to sell my house for more. You're going like, to well, Okay, what's more important that chair? your furniture stays or you get more money for the house? What's more important? That I get more money for the house. Exactly. So then pick your favorite, which one you use most often, the rest of the shit's going in the garage. Well, the reason why I asked the question <laughs> is because I think that that's one of your superpowers. Your ability to convince people of what is best for them, even though it's not something that they want to do. Well, to me, the way that you need to explain it is you need to have been in houses and ex- and show the customer, look the at this house. This one didn't sell. Look at that photo. Look at their stuff. Does your stuff look like their stuff? And they go, yep. Cool. Okay, well, is that the price you like? No. Okay, well, then we need to look make it look like this one. It's a show and tell, you know, like we saw on CBS as a kid. This one, this one doesn't belong, right? Like four Sesame Street, Sesame Street, or Mr. Circle, Rogers. No, the, no, there's four. There, there would be four kids, like one on a tricycle, one on a bike, and then one kid in a sandbox, right? Like we. <laughs> but I mean, it's. I was always the kid in the sandbox. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Do we have other questions or comments. Yeah. So Mauricio says. But then how do you serve your client's best interest and get them top dollar if you aren't recommending changes? No, we are recommending changes. But what if their house is great? No, I, think, said, I think there's a part of oh, making changes if you haven't been in houses. So for someone who has yet to be in enough houses, so a newer agent, how oh. do you serve their best interest? Oh, yeah. you bring no, a moment. This yeah. is a, that's a great question. That's a great question. question. And it's not just wrapped around professional home staging and interior design. It's actually wrapped around an entire real estate transaction. And what's the answer? Mentors. Unfortunately, you got to find mentors that have done it so that you can bring certainty. Because if uh, otherwise you get to, what's the phrase that everybody likes to use? Fake it until what? Fake you make, make it. it. Yeah. yeah. Like, does that help? Is that putting the consumer first? No. no. It's actually doing, partnering with somebody that knows so that when you're bringing that advice, I'm sorry, Mo Man, I think you just did it recently, right? Is your grandpa selling? Did you bring in a mentor to help know what the answer was? Yes. yes. Right? Like, that is actually the best way. Do you think that you could have taken care of your grandpa in a way? No. He's shaking his head like this. Like, the reality is we've got to look for people that have the expertise to help us get through those beginning years so that we can get that expertise to put our clients The through. biggest challenge is, is there's or not. Or you can fake it. There's not Until you make it. I mean. It's just not putting the consumer first. Yeah. I mean, to guessing. me, we started small. And I think that's the best way with people that we knew. Right? And then we said... And we were willing to take the risk. We were... But we... Like, if it didn't work, we were really willing to take that risk. It was our... Our education uh-huh. was the willingness to help people invest their money knowing that if it didn't work, it would have to come out of our pocket. Yeah. I mean, it was a... I was a... I don't know. The house was like 1,600 square feet. And the first one, it was... We could have redid the whole house and it would have been 40000 but we didn't go there. We, we, we just went... To. We just went with putting some tile in the bathrooms, and then I think it was a little bit of hardware. We cleaned up the yard, and there was something in the kitchen. Are you stainless steel appliances? Yeah, maybe. Like it was like a sale at anyway. I think the total was roughly seven grand to get him twenty more, um, and he ended up getting twenty five more. So, but the thing is, is if you've been in the houses and you see the comps. The thing is, is as a realtor, you really need to work on your ability to know 
I mean, here's how you test it. Okay, if you've never done it before, go see 50 new listings and in each listing, write down what you think the price is going to sell for and then write down why. Okay, because you could do that tomorrow. You could go out. Actually, that ties into Jim Mitchell's last comment. And that was, and again, what you said, Jeff, goes back to going inside those homes that are slash were on the market so you know how they looked inside when you compare to it, your client because there's other because there's other factors is why you have to go to go to some with pools some without pools go to some that are all fixed up go to some that are not and then look at the comps and then predict what the house <laughs> is gonna if it's listed to, okay this one's gonna get multiple offers it's gonna sell for over because things that you can see after it's done and then sixty like be like no this one's gonna sit on the market like if, so when you can actually no, the price of 49 out of 50? Okay. Now, because then you can be like, okay, well, this one had granite and stainless steel appliances in it, but it had less. Because the, it's learning what is functional obsolescence and what is not functional obsolescence in a house. Meaning that there's some things that you cannot change about a house that affect the price. And until you know them, you can't really recommend because if there's lots of functional obsolescence inside the house, Sometimes you can make changes and all that does is sell the house because the house actually is in, unsellable. Therefore, the, the value of it is, is I can get because someone to buy it. to Pima with power lines right over the top. Right, exactly. And, and the seller yeah. would never accept that price. So, right. Uh, Interesting. We, we picked up – what did uh, his comment say? I already read it. Okay. We're good. All right. Yeah, no. I think that it's it, – uh, you know, how you get stagers. I mean, have you hired – when's the last time you hired an outside stager? Um, we hired a stager. We hired outside stagers, not yeah. on the Seabach team. Yeah, 2015. I think it was yeah, 13, 14 or 15. Yeah, right? right. It was a house. It was 5,600 square feet, and it had some um a funky floor plan. A funky floor plan, and we staged it so that we could help visualize the floor plan on a one whatever it was, right? One right. Yeah. Because it had a lot of open space. Pointed, but I don't see another comment. When you when you come in, so but I think it's fair to to comment that Phil, we've listed three hundred houses, three hundred houses in between, and didn't recommend state an outside stager for the three hundred that we've listed since then. Right. Jay said dollar bill scenario: crumpled versus crisp. I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means? When it comes to preparing a house. Yeah, just making sure you we show it in the best possible sketch. Gotcha. Crisp. Yeah. Crisp. Yeah. Crisp. Clean windows, clean carpet. Well, I mean, yes. those are additional things, but I mean this this is Dust more of, Here's what here's what I've learned is that I've listed houses professionally, I think of your easy. <laughs> your friends uh she moved out of town. Her her married to the guy. Wasn't he your friend? That really narrows it down. You yeah. Know. Friend moved out of town. Anyway. Guy. But there was this house and they had spent $300,000 on an interior designer. And the, the challenge about interior design is they crowd the house with furniture. They usually, what I like to say, over adorn a house. I was thinking and, of the guy in Pinnacle uh, something too. A Royal Canyon too. 
We tried to sell his house. We ended up advising him to add a garage. I'm not going to say his name, but you know similar situation. Yeah, where they had yes. a designer come in and they did all kinds of crazy work in that house. Yeah, they're like, cool. Let's go ahead and remove this and remove yeah. That. And we we and they fought you because they, the designer yes. designed it that way. Right, and those are hard to overcome. They're very difficult to overcome. But the reality is, is design also ages quickly. And that it's usually designed for that point in time and it's very specific. And if that trend does not remain the main trend of what the buyers want, you've now moved your house from being in the main spotlight to being – because the, the – So what I, I, I got a question for you then, Jeff. What do you think is today's version of the avocado color refrigerator? Oh, oh hold on, Jeff. Sarah, what do you think is today's design no, element? No, 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 no. We're gonna get to Jeff. What uh, do you think well, is actually? And let's when ask was the, the avocado refrigerator in? Seventy something? I don't, I don't know. know. It was wasn't that in your grandpa's? I'm just kidding. Seventy <laughs> something. But I'm gonna ask the audience, what is today's version? Because in design, there are things that are absolutely uh, uh, timely. Okay, I got one. Well, I want to hear got somebody. Or timeless. Well, both timely yeah. or timeless. But I think that. I mean, my wife right now put down these tiles in our floor that we did. And when I showed them to uh, an agent on our team, she goes, oh, my grandma had those same tile floors. It was just a different color. It wasn't gray. And so now getting this like designed cement tile that's gray, even though it's an old school thing, the different color made it more mm-hmm. current, yes. which is interesting, right? So even though that tile right, could be Sarah, timeless, you give yours and I'll give mine. Did I buy enough time okay, for well, everybody to guess? I got two answers. Here? I got okay. two because okay. there was no one answer role here. The avocado refrigerator of 1974 is what of today? Well, first off, I don't think there's an avocado. Yeah. Boom. Because everything comes back. Like right now, especially in like female fashion everything's coming back just like you said they have this tile gray tile it's a new color it's retro now it's not outdated okay dude have to you seen an, an avocado extent. have you seen an avocado appliance in that was like my grandmother had my grandmother <laughs> had one don't but dance I, around this. and i don't, don't dance i, I, I want to i want to clean up that comment because i mean to me it's hard you know you got to get something that's really really super to one edge of the trend I mean, my idea is right now, and people hate this comment, right? Like, so if you're ready to boo, get ready. You're gonna let Sarah off the hook. She said she no, had two. I you only gave her one. Oh. Let's get one more before everybody agrees with what Jeff said. She said there's no avocado. There's, there's well, no I said avocado. I had two answers. Okay, what's so one was vintage, Chantel? Vintage. Yes, vintage. Yeah, girl. I said vintage. Right. Okay. Um, girl, women know. <laughs> How would they know of avocado? No, Why is Sarah in this episode? Because yes. women know. Come yes. on. Um. I would say metal fans are gone, especially metal? modern ones. They're like in right now, and I see them in a lot of houses, and I think they're gone. So not just a ceiling fan, but a metal ceiling? You're talking ceiling modern fans? Modern ceiling fans. Modern ceiling gone. fans are gone. I think people are going to get rid of them. Wow. Really, okay. You have them. Sorry, no offense. But Interesting. What are they going to get replaced with? Nothing. Nothing. No or fans. pendant lighting. Yeah, dang it. My wife just took all the ceiling fans out of our house, and now I sleep hot. It's dumb, but I'm such a functional type of designer. Like, do we need to have recessed fans so that you can't see them? (laughs) (laughs) Or you can have air conditioning. 
I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, my thought was is right now we are no other comments on what that is. I'm impressed. Nobody wants to put their neck okay. On the line. So right now, what is currently trending that I don't know that will stick for too long. I think that's what you were trying to say. Although I don't like the avocado refrigerator comment, is we are painting stone. Oh, right. You so, don't think that'll stay? Well, I don't uh, think that's as widespread as the other. No, but I, I think that's going the way that you're talking about, okay. right? Like, right. so if you have flagstone or you have cement that is off colored due to decay, due to wearing, due to uh, just looking disgusting, right? Like, because if you have um, flagstone in the kitchen that's porous, it probably absorbed all of the baking. Oh, no, no, outside. Oh, outside. Or inside. Like, for instance, when you go look at stacked stone in a house, and it's stacked stone that's slate. Okay. Or flagstone tops inside a house, that's the, that's actually the avocado because now it's nobody wants it. Like, you, I, we don't have buyers that are coming to our website and are like, Man, if you can find me a house with all new with with, with, with twenty with twenty five year old flagstone on the floor, we'd buy it, right? Like, no, that's yeah. not happening, right? So even um, though it's a natural stone, which yeah, is typically so I went, yeah. So we were we were at a listing that was up in Pinnacle Peak Estates, and so because what I'm saying is, is black refrigerators are coming back too, says Kathy. Yeah, it's those Everything brass, right? Yeah, I got gold. But, but but the Gold, but what happened was is that the I went into the house and they had painted their stone blue. This is eight million dollars. Yeah. But they had taken it was colors cut stone. But blue is in. Okay. Okay. Maybe I think colors are in. Okay. But either way, so this this huh? gave me Just the blue. idea of Great. maybe we'll paint flagstone. So we we started by in the house. The, the house had a bunch of stacked stone on the wall, upstairs and downstairs, and we painted it white. Ooh. Yeah, that's what everybody says. No, no, no. Sold for top dollar, though, right? Well, good. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. What did you call it? What kind of well, actually, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Brick, the stone, no, no, it was brick. And it was brick. brick. Different. White oh, brick okay. Right. But the rest of the house, the rest of the house was redone, except for this old brick, and some would say vintage or whatever. But the one that no, 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 North Scottsdale. All right, so here's so the second one is we had, there was a flagstone patio, and because it just looks, it starts to chip and all that stuff, and we painted it, and it's it looks sold. great. All right, so we got Mauricio. Uh, let's see, Mauricio says, "What about the bright colored front door?" He has a few guesses, or the darker kitchens, dark brown, dark navy with gold question mark. Jim Mitchell says, what about painting brick fireplaces in or out? Absolutely. And, yes. Yep, no doubt about it. Every chrome. time, twice on Sunday. Chrome. Joe Brady, to Jeff's earlier comment, in my past experience when there is not a budget or option for staging or improved interior design, simply packaging all of the personal belongings and placing them neatly in the garage and other stairs. Yes. Make it easy for the buyer to do... But I mean, to me, I'm, so I'm gonna go out. The on thing is, here. is every, I think one? what people—it's selling right now. That's the problem. What? All white. Oh, that's 
I think that all You're white so is right. the avocado freaking refrigerator where now people are going with colors. Feels right. I just did that. I just painted my kitchen blue. Right. And my wife like is that. talking to me about, I got white cabinets, but she wants a different colored this or a different colored that. I mean, now you're seeing in the magazine ads for appliances, they're coming out with colors. Like the the start. Maybe it's the, still maybe here the now. magazine colors are the avocado. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I think that white's a traditional color. It's I, in. I, it's still in. It's still It's selling. hyper in. But I still think that there's been – I mean white's been like as Sarah was saying. Is it timeless? Is it, it must be timeless. No, but it, it, it is a vintage color that it will reoccur. Back. Yeah. But, but the point of it – no, but I want to get to that. Let's stop talking right. about things that – Right. Are, are offbeat. All right, back to work. Right? So Joe's comment was if they don't have the budget. But the reality is is that what we found is that if you can prove there is value and that if you can build on experiences and um, try samples and start small, right? Try with changing uh, hardware or painting houses or replacing you know, old dingy carpet with hardwood and then see the price change that they have a budget. They they're, they can find yes, the money. Yes, yes. I mean, we've done 500 of them now. And um, when you get there, they all say, what? I don't. I'm not, no, I'm not changing, changing a thing. A thing. They, and then when you leave, there's a $40,000 remodel budget that's in place. Yeah. I mean, we've done projects between zero and 240000 But as long if you can actually... De- demonstrate and yeah. prove they have the money and they because they want to get a return i mean we 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 don't guarantee it but we pretty much tell people you we will get a minimum of two to one return but it's through seeing houses and looking at comps and learning and but you have to the thing is is your ass is on the line so you better know what the hell you're talking about so we don't we use a stager but that stager is in a is a Exclusive stager that has gone around. On right, we don't outsource our stages. Right, like the thing is, the last year but they're executing our vision right. based upon the factual evidence. We think that that's a hard thing to outsource Ooh. effectively. Yeah, because the, the challenge is, is there's a thing called in software we call it scope creep, and that's what happens in improving houses. And that when we stage homes, we're always on a budget. It's a not. It is. Three grand, five grand, seven grand, ten grand, fifteen grand, and we better get the return. Therefore, you you better know what you're talking about, and it takes time to amass the knowledge to see it, see it, and then then to try it. But it's um, was it Peyton Manning that said the game slowed down? If he didn't, that uh, I think it was Peyton Manning. Peyton, yeah, because right. how many snaps did he take? Right, like thousands. Of foot, he was a quarterback, right? right? And he took thousands of snaps. Yeah, I think that's and well the, said. The defenders stopped coming, the stop surprising him on the way that they were coming. The game slowed down. He could start to see what was going to happen. And so after you were in 13,000 houses, you could start to see what the differences were. And I don't know that we have actually ever been able to identify what the fast forward button is on experience. Yeah, I don't think there's one. I think that it's, but I think that that's what the, the sellers are truly looking for is they're looking for someone that can have examples and to uh, speak in experience versus guess guessing in yeah. in wide. Fake it till you make it. I mean, the thing is, is what happens yeah, when you, you start doing? Until you make it with a project that's that much. But the thing is, is no. what what allows you to 
get momentum with it is is that you know what stuff costs. Like I can walk into a bathroom and say, um, okay, like the one we just had, they had carpet on the floor and then they had wallpaper and they need they could keep the sink, but we had to do undermount toilet bowls. Right? No, it's not. Wallpaper's back. No, no. Actually, actually, very, very good wallpaper with with trendy design is fabulous. I'm just telling you. But the, I wouldn't back. say wallpaper's back because we're removing the shit out of really most. Uh, oh, old wallpaper is out. Yeah. Still. But I'm just telling you. I, I, New uh, colors. Anyway. I've seen it. All right. Well, Sarah, thank you for coming yeah, on. Nice. Guys. Great for having you. It was a Brightening up our interior design versus professional home <laughs> staging conversation. We appreciate the, the spot. You got any comments? Post them. We'd love to hear from them. Yeah, so actually I want to mention that. We get more comments after the fact, after the live show, than we do during the show. And so just know we encourage those. If you guys want to message us, then we'll bring them up in future episodes. And I think that uh, we actually have a Jim Mitchell comment before we go. And then we also told Michelle that we were going to answer her question that we're going to have to push to next week because we're not prepared to answer it this week. I'm sorry, not next week, but Wednesday. Uh, Jim Mitchell, on our way out, he says, I recently used your method... On one of my listings, I just added new carpet to the living room and three bedrooms in order to get a higher sales price. Client thought it would sell at $295 without new carpet, and it sold at $305 with new carpet, which was a full price offer within six days on the market. Cost of carpet, $1,270. Yeah. That's what we're here for, Jim Mitchell. Well played, sir. We'll see you guys Wednesday. Thank you for listening to The Solution, hosted by Jeff Seabock and Phil Sexton. Stay up to date by following us on soundcloud.com forward slash Ask Jeff and Phil or download the Apple Podcast app and search for The Solution, hosted by Jeff Seabock and Phil Sexton. You can find links to all of our social media platforms in our description, including a Facebook group link to The Solution presented by Ask Jeff and Phil. If you have questions, please leave a comment below, and we will answer those questions on Facebook Live, Mondays and Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time.